Hi, Agatha. I hope your Christmas was merry and you are looking forward to the new year. Yeah, thanks, Maxie. I did have a good Christmas and am looking forward to the new year of 2022. I always think of it as a reset button on the computer where the new year ushers in new opportunities and a fresh look at old projects. How about you, Maxie? Did you have a good Christmas with all your children and their cousins? I know you have a large family. Oh, yes. We had a great time in Texas where we always celebrate the year-end holidays. And this year, I think the immediate family is up to 13 children, all but three under six years old. (laughs) Well, Maxie, um, this week we do want to wish everyone a happy new year, but we also want to provide some more detailed information from last week's newsletter on our quarterly checklist that was revised for 2022. Um, We're referring to the action item on reviewing restated payment rates. It really is the one item where the pharmacy department really needs to take the lead in the revenue cycle process. They are the only ones that can connect all the dots and they hold all the puzzle pieces. You know, that's a great analogy. Our listeners can go to our website if they want a step-by-step instructions on how to process the restated payment rates. So let's review them at a high level here. I'll say it isn't a complicated as many may, it may sound, but of course you start with the restated payment rates and then match them to the payment rates that were posted for the addendum B for the quarter originally. Next, I'd add short descriptors from addendum B. If the Hixfix dose isn't included in the short descriptor, I'd look for the long description in the alphanumeric file. The next step is where pharmacy really provides value. Retrieving an average adult dose for a frequency is important so you can estimate the net impact of the new rates. I use 100 kilograms for weight and three meters squared for the body surface area. What's next, Agatha? Yeah, thanks, Maxie. I think the next step is to calculate the potential impact that if you had one patient for the quarter, I would assume that the patient received their first dose on the first day of the quarter. And so I use four doses if the regimen is every four weeks and five doses if the regimen is every three weeks. With just a few formulas, you can calculate the net revenue impact to determine if rebilling is warranted. I think it's a good idea to have pharmacy and finance meet in advance to set a payment impact threshold So the pharmacy knows when to do more evaluation or when the payment difference really isn't considered significant by finance. Good point. It's always um, good not to do unnecessary work. But when the payment threshold is met, the pharmacy can review actual patient information to determine if the actual payment difference rather than an estimate. For example, if the patient only received one dose during the quarter instead of five, that could change the significance of the difference. Agatha, what's the last step? Well, I'd say um, you'd review the findings with finance to see if they want to authorize any rebills. And then certainly letting managed care contracting know, because they may want to evaluate commercial and Medicare Advantage patients to see if rebills might be warranted for those accounts too. Agatha, you said this was going to be a short episode this time. What happened? Well, I I did say that, Maxie. 
But since we do have one drug with a restated payment rate for January 2022 that some facilities might consider significant, we thought we'd share the completed analysis this time so that our pharmacists would already have the information and not have to repeat the process. So it's sort of like a late Christmas present. Ooh, I like Christmas presents, whether they are on time or late. Here's our shout outs for the year-end episode. First, goes to the pharmacy department. Is the best position to evaluate restated payment rates for drugs each quarter and provide information to finance for potentially rebilling opportunities. Second, the finance department should determine in advance a payment threshold difference, which is considered significant to warrant further investigation into rebilling opportunities. Third, the managed care contracting group should be notified if any HICS fix codes are selected to be rebilled to determine if any commercial Medicare Advantage payments are similarly impacted to determine if those accounts should similarly be rebilled. And then fourth, wishing everyone a bountiful 2022. Our goal is simple. We're taking complex information and making it practical. Until our next episode, this is Maxie Primo and Agatha Nolan providing you with tips for increasing your pharmacy revenue.